0: Hi guys, this is Betsy, and this is the Nature Mama Pod. <laughs> I am here in my living room recording a very special bonus episode with one of my dear friends who has a story that's very different from most of us, so I would say a vast majority of the people that listen. Uh, my dear friend Nikki is here with me, and she is here to tell a little bit about her story and answer some tough questions about being child free after placing a child for adoption at a young age
1: so welcome hi i was so curious how you were going to intro that so
0: (laughs) Uh, your guess was as good as mine i (laughs) came up with it four minutes ago yes So, do
1: you want to tell us about yourself? Yeah. What do you want to tell us? Oh, gosh. So, I mean, you alluded to some, some stuff there, but, you know, I obviously have the honor of being your friend <laughs> um, in real life, like in-person <laughs> friend. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so I – the way you said that, I definitely have a little bit different story than probably most of your audience. And what I most of what I've heard so far on the podcast, um, which is great because this morning I was actually – Getting ready, and I was like, "Oh man, I don't know if I identify child free or childless. It's a combination of the both." So yeah, um, so and you I don't have to. Like, no, yeah, that, yeah. That word means nothing really. <laughs> it means whatever you want it to mean. I was, I was, thinking, I'm like, well, I'm child free, but not childless, right? Which that's that's true, but I'm also not child free at the same time, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, so I, yeah, you, I, I am a mother, but I don't parent any children. Um, I got pregnant at 16 and was not ready to be a mother at that time, uh, and placed my, my daughter and, uh, went on not to have any other children since then. And I am in reunion with her now. So trying to navigate, am I a mother? Am I not a mother? What's my role in her life? What is she gonna allow me to be? And who, who am I in the rest of society too? Cause That's... most of the world does not see me as a mother either. So right. I'm sure that is so many things to navigate.
0: And like, this is a pretty new thing for you. I mean, like
1: obviously your reunion was last year. Yeah, we, we've been talking since October of 2020. And then we saw each other in August of last year.
0: I just want to side note and say this was one of the most exciting things for me as a friend <laughs> to get to experience like such a powerful thing in your life like it was really it was been very cool lots of growth happened during quarantine things oh yeah for all of us so um
1: no it's been really cool I wondered how far into this I would go before I started crying so <laughs> not very
0: far <laughs> no
1: <laughs> okay there'll be lots of laughs and lots of tears during yeah. this
0: <laughs> so do you, um do you want to tell me like did did you make a conscious effort not to
1: parent after that's a really good question um it's been yes and no okay um I thought I wanted kids and there was a time where I had you know I had, was married for a short period of time and I know that um, during that, I talked about, "Hey, I want to have a kid in this year and this year." Um, we were not really set on it because we definitely rushed into getting married. So, how old I, were you when you got married? Twenty one. Okay, but we barely knew each other, and it was a military. Yes. Thing? Okay, we knew each other for two and a half months before we got married. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also slightly impulsive, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember remember saying like, "Oh, I want to have a child at." I think it was 2012 and 2017. I very literally have a specific. Done it. Yes. Dates. Okay. Um, and for me, it was certain ages and certain periods. So many years into our marriage, um, and that did not work out. And I'm very thankful that it didn't. But uh, I also have started to realize, you know, since that I got divorced at 25, so I was still young enough if I wanted to explore motherhood after that. Um, but. I realized that um, in my journeys now, I realized that there was a point during all that that I didn't. I decided not to have any kids, and that wasn't something that I probably wanted for myself. I think subconsciously there was this decision in my in my body, in my head, and everything that the world told me I shouldn't have kids. Okay. So I didn't have kids.
0: That's very interesting. Yeah. It's funny, like, how you can transition that thought, though, like, going from being like, okay, I want to have a kid here this time and this time, to being like, maybe there's a reason, like, maybe there's definitely a reason I don't have kids yeah. or that relationship didn't work out how it was. I'm so thankful I didn't have kids with him. <laughs> Could have <laughs> been really bad, huh? Yes, yes, it would not have been good. Um, okay, so... We use in our community mm-hmm. the terms childless and child free. So yeah. we were kind of talking about that.
1: So tell me about like what the adoption community oh. says. So, the language that's used in the adoption community, uh, we have more, uh, we have some titles too. So, um, I identify as a birth mother, but there are a lot of other women that also uh, use terms like first mother. Um, I know there's some other ones and I am just blanking right now, right. but we definitely, so you could make it up. I would have I, no idea. <laughs> I would know. And somebody know. would hear and they'd be, like, <laughs> they'd be like, who is she? Cause she doesn't know anything. Um, but there are so much. And I, and I will say that even just in my time of being in the adoption world, like the language has changed and it is always changing, changing. Um, when I threw myself in a couple years ago, you know, I was part of the triad, there's three three sides to it. Sure. Adopted parents, birth parents, and then the adoptee. Um, now we talk about a constellation, which is there is so much more than just the three of us. Right. It is our friends. It's our family. It is. It's our dogs. <laughs> In case you can hear that, it's Luna ch- gnawing
0: on her bone aggressively. <laughs> so enjoy that sound. It, it is. It is
1: what it is at this point. I'm not going to take it away from her. No. <laughs> Um, so we have constellation triad, birth parents, adoptive parents. Um, there's even some language that I'm now just starting to notice is moving away from using the term adoptee to adopted or displaced person. Okay. Um, and that also goes down to whoever you're talking to. Right. So I would imagine that just like in your community, um, and in most communities, it's ask somebody, what do you want to be called? Yeah. Absolutely, um, because I will say that there are quite a few women in my place that don't like the term birth mother. There are others that just that, do you think they're just uncomfortable with like the term yeah. mother
0: at all? Like nope, being, it's no. mo-
1: it, sometimes it's the word birth actually. Really, like, like um, so the 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 term ber- the birth mother versus first mother. Um, some people like those terms, uh, or gosh, some people like first mother. Because it is just what it was, what you were. You okay. were th- you were there first. Um, some people have looked at birth mothers and said the term kind of made them feel like that was all they were there for, um, like to give birth, to, to a incubate child. and birth okay. a child. Um, so it really is a personal choice. For some of us, it was what we grew up using. Right. So is
0: that what you grew up using? Like, um or I think you... I
1: only I only knew birth mother. Okay, you did. So I didn't even grow up knowing first mother. So birth mother is all I ever knew. Okay. And I say grow up because I literally grew up you did. in the community. So you did. I mean, <laughs> like that was what 21 years, 21 years ago. I found out I was pregnant actually 22 years ago in February.
0: That is crazy. Yeah. Like that's a journey yeah. to take
1: and you still
0: are so young. Like you yeah. are, you really are. i not so even young. 40. No, it's crazy. So, um, yeah. Okay, um, I asked pretty much asked this. Has there ever been a time where you thought you might want to parent a child, and you did say yes? Um, do you often get the question, do you have kids? Almost
1: weekly. That's a real life thing, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> that is, and I I know that this is something that so much of your audience can, can relate to, Right? is that question. Um, and it is one of the hardest questions, too, because... I am like constantly torn between yes and no. Right. Um, I have a child, but how much how much information are people allowed to have? Right. Yeah. How much are you going to give them of yeah. yourself? Like, I
0: mean, that is like you're like, let me tell you a whole story <laughs> 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 real quick.
1: What I tell people, and you know, I've had this conversation with my sister. I've had this conversation with many people that it really depends on who asks you that question. Okay. Like um, how
0: close you are to the person, yeah, or
1: or. How close I want them in my life, sure. too. I think about if there's somebody who asks me that, and I hope to have a relationship with them in the future, whether that's a really good friendship, uh, a good work friendship, a love interest, my answer will be something about, um, you know, I don't parent any children, or I do, but I never parented, or Something along those lines. If it is something, somebody that I don't really care to get into anything about, and I don't really care if I ever see them again, it's no. Right. Just easy. Yeah. Easy no. But I will tell you, there's a lot of guilt that comes with saying no. Because you actually technically are. And then that goes back to, I hope that she never hears me say, I say, like I hope she never hears me say that. Right. Because I don't want her to ever think that I am denying her existence.
0: There's so many things, like, that's <laughs> so many things that goes into such a simple question that yeah. could be avoided by people not asking that yeah, question. exactly.
1: And I'm not going to lie, you know, I'm about to start a new job. Which is so exciting for you. I'm terrified for that question, because I know it's coming up. Several times, I'm sure. And I've I've kind of read the bios of all my coworkers, and I know that there's a lot of people with kids in this office. I also know that there's some adoptive parents and I know that there's some foster parents. Okay. And so like I have so, it's so like kind much of getting anxiety, into, like both sides of it. Yeah. Too. So I have so much anxiety going into like, I know that they're going to ask if I have kids, but also I, there's a lot of times I don't deny it now because you're in a different place. Yes. Also. I'm very vocal about Work. this part of my life. Yeah. But going in and saying it to that audience right. is different.
0: That is hard, especially when it's people that you're going to be spending day every single day with. Yeah. And, I mean, not to mention the anxiety of already starting a new job. Like, yes. plus you have to think about all Just of these that things. add that on there, please. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, well, that's really hard. I hadn't and, even told you this yet. No, so. <laughs> you haven't. So this is all brand new information to me as well. Because um, I think about that, like, I am pretty sure I'm at a job that I'm not going to leave for. Yeah a long time, as long as I can stay there, really. But, like, I can't imagine going into somewhere new now and being asked that question several times. Like, I feel like it would just make me mad more than anything. Like, uh, I don't know, just
1: having to rehash that over and over is just such a ridiculous thing. And you said it, you were right. Like, it is such a simple question that is so layered and complex and people don't even know it. If no. they never had a struggle. Yes. Yeah.
0: And that is the part of it. Like, it's such a common question if you've been able to get pregnant. If yeah. you have a very normal child-bearing situation. Yeah. So, that's really interesting. Hmm. So, Nikki, do you have kids? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. So, this actually kind of leads into that because in the infertility community, as you well know, a common solution is just adopt. Oh, was
1: Tell ten... me why
0: that makes you so angry. I
1: knew this was going to come up, and I was looking forward to this. So I always feel like I have to go in and make a comment that I'm not anti-adoption. I am not anybody in the uh, infertility world seeking adoption to a point. Okay. Um, there are a lot of times when... Just like the simple question of, you know, if you have kids, it's simply stated, oh, you should just adopt. And it's not (laughs) a simple thing at all. Um, And that's because we are, you know, we hear so many beautiful stories about families being made whole by bringing in this baby. The only problem to that is that when that family's made whole, there's a whole other family that is not whole anymore. Um, And at the same time, though, the more I've learned about this, and the more I've learned from, from women who have adopted, is that there's sometimes not, maybe people don't always take the time to heal themselves before they jump into adoption. Correct, that is a very good statement. And, and I think that is the part that, that I struggle with, yeah. that I, I understand how somebody would want to have a child, and it, it needs, it, there are people that have that picture, and they need to have the child in right. that picture. But make sure that before you go that route, you have grieved yeah. the experience or the lack of experience or everything that you went through that led you to that decision. Don't put a baby in your life until you understand what you went through. It would have been terrible for me to do. Yeah. It, honestly, I w- it would have been destructive
0: to yeah. probably my life. I yeah. mean, I can't imagine where i was at like with how obsessive you get about just having a baby like i can't imagine just actually throwing a human child into that yeah. and being like oh i've been so obsessed with this for so long like i don't know there's so many things to that that i i'm really glad that i healed myself and decided not to go forward you did with a lot of
1: corruption.
0: healing girl <laughs> we are still healing <laughs> <laughs> it is an everyday thing. so. But I think that's, like, a super good point because yeah. I don't think a lot of people do. I think it's, like, uh, with infertility, and sp- like, very specifically, you feel failure after failure after failure. And then you're, like, okay, well, this is my, my one true way yeah. to complete my family. But, hey, your family might have been completed already. Like,
1: yes. it's a real thing. I love when you talk about that, too, because... You don't have to have a child to be a family. No, like you and Bert are a family. Yes. like you legit are. I have my family units. Right, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, you don't have to add another person to be a family no. or add this or anything. It's a what child you make does it. not make you a family. No, it does not. I mean, it adds headaches.
0: <laughs> I can't imagine the stress people feel with a human
1: in your house. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I know. Not. No, no, no.
0: Well, that was lovely. I'm really glad I got to hear you say that.
1: I hope that wasn't also. I'm not trying to tell anybody that they have to do anything, but this is something that I've heard from adoptees that they carry they carry that those feelings that their adopted parents never healed from. And they well, carry so much from birth families already. Yeah. I'm sure because
0: there's like probably that feeling of like did someone not want me and then they're taking on this whole new family of people who have their own issues mm-hmm. like I know that we have our own family issues <laughs> Like, and I am actually glad that I'm not going to give them to a child yeah
1: I oh, mean, gosh I think about that all the time yeah <laughs> like it's a real thing like yes I mean i although I also look back and like Most a lot of my issues stem from my decisions. So (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't have been carrying those over. I would have have been in a whole other set of issues. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? We all have our issues. Yes. So.
0: Um. Okay. So let's talk about dating. Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You're hitting them all. I know. I'm gonna do this. Um, you can ask when they're your friends you can also ask them the most random questions and it doesn't matter because
1: they have to answer them <laughs> I would feel obligated to because yeah. I'm like no I gotta give I gotta do it
0: so what's dating like as someone who doesn't want to, to be a parent
1: let's start there first off dating is awful period period let's just end, we
0: can end the whole conversation yeah there. I mean that's really what I
1: could just say dating sucks yeah <laughs> but um, you know I've had to modify my expectations in dating quite a bit. Okay. And especially as I age too. Um, because in my mid twenties, it was okay. I just want to date guys that don't have any kids. And that was easy when you're in your mid twenties. Right. A little different now. And you're now I'm close to 40 and it's okay. I, like, would I be comfortable being somebody's stepmother? Right do I want that? Do I, and then also, I mean, there's still a lot of guys that are my age and even older that still expect to have kids. Yeah. So I just put my cards on the table. Like that is not what I'm here for. Yeah. If that's what you need, I'm not your person. Yeah. Um, do you
0: come right out with the, like your adoption story? Do you no, think? no. Okay. So it's just like,
1: cause it goes back to, you have to earn it. Right. Right. You're not just going to tell a random yeah. date Boy, there are a lot of guys that I've dated that have never earned that story. So. Which is fully
0: understandable. Like,
1: Yeah, if they're just going to be in my life for a week, yeah, I don't, I'm not giving them all of me. No. That's probably also why I'm permanently single. And
0: they're missing out. They're the ones who are missing out. I don't know sure. if I want to give anybody all of me. I mean, I'm still... I'm pretty reserved. Like, That's just a thing in my life that I don't share... A lot with people. I mean, I share way more now than I ever have before in my whole life. I share a lot now. <laughs> too much. I share too much now. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. But um, I'm very cautious about who gets any part of me. Like, I'm, yeah. so I understand that.
1: There is no one person that knows all of my story. No. no. So, that's... And that's just weird. Because I have some really great relationships, but even those... My parents and my sister don't know the entire story. Right. So, Which is fine. It's, yeah.
0: You're allowed to have those pieces that yeah. you keep to yourself. You should have those pieces you keep to yourself. Man. This feels like I'm in therapy today, so. That's what we're here for. Let me, And I, I have my arms crossed. I'm on my couch.
1: I feel like a therapist. You, this is, other than your outfit and um, the blanket. <laughs>
0: I'm also in pajamas, a matching pajama set, and I'm under a leopard blanket in case you need to really Which is funny though,
1: I've actually told my therapist, like, it doesn't matter if you show up in pajamas, (laughs) and I'm so going to be sharing this with her next week.
0: We actually do. Oh wait, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor. I feel like I always need to disclaim these things. She's not, but she's a great listener. Some days. Some days better than others for sure. Okay. Have you, I know the answer to this, but people, other people don't. Have you considered medical intervention to
1: avoid having children? Yes. (laughs) Actually, as you know, this is, that was actually a new exploration just a few months ago. Yeah. Um, You should do it. (laughs) Yes and no though. Yeah. So I have been on some form of birth control since I was 17. Um, Which is crazy. yes. Whether it was pills, the ring, mostly the implant in my arm. Um, and so when I had my last doctor's appointment a few months ago, I talked to her and I'm like, come on, I know that I cannot have an elective hysterectomy. Right. Um, so cause she shut me down a couple years ago with that. So, um, I was like, what else can we do? What, what other options are there? And I always feel, like, so silly, the fact that I have to, like, say that, that I just don't know, as a woman, like, what I can do with my body. Which is bananas, but that's, yes. a, that's, a, that's whole, a whole <laughs> whole conversation for a different day. But I did ask her, I was like, what are my options? If I don't want to be on birth control forever, if I don't want to have children, what can I do to prevent this? And she did talk to me about a couple things to, and referred me to um, a local OB And, uh, OBGYN gave me a whole great talk, uh, but actually came down to you still might end up on birth control. Oh, really? Yes. That's really weird. Because he said a lot of women will still end up on birth control to control their periods. Okay. So you were looking into an ablation, right? Ablation and a tubal
0: ligation. Okay. So, okay. So you would still obviously have a period with that. Yes. I wasn't sure with an
1: ablation of, like, the uterine lining, if you would. So, and he also, like, they didn't necessarily recommend an ablation for me right off the bat, too, because I know. And first off, let me say, I don't know much of anything. I am still learning this stuff, and I only went on a short journey, and I'm like, if I'm going to ultimately be back here, I'm not going that, especially... I mean, come on, it's not a free surgery. Right. So <laughs> I doubt your
0: insurance will cover it if
1: it's like you choosing There There's so much to that too, yeah. Unfortunately. Um but I you know, I guess you know, my current state, I don't I don't struggle with any of those things. Right. What birth control am I on right yeah, now? What do you want? I am on Nexplanon. Is that an implant? So it's an implant in my arm. This is my fourth round over the years, so it lasts for three years. Oh, oh that's nice. Yeah. I didn't want to go the um IUD route. Yeah. I just I've heard some horror stories. I've heard a lot of horror stories. I've also just like do I really want one more thing like up there? Yeah. I don't know right. if I do. I understand that. Um so yeah, I went the I, and it was Implanon, on, um all the Planons. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I mean if it works for me right now, I haven't had any pregnancy scares in yeah. all of the years. I've had other side effects, but that's a whole other... Um, and this might be a weird question.
0: Do you feel like you're missing out on anything by not being... Not
1: actively being a parent? In my in my role as a birth mom, I am. As a woman, I don't think I am. Okay.
0: I, it's so... That's a layered. so many layers. <laughs> like, when I say that her situation is way different than any of us who would just... Are forced to determine whether we're childless or child free, or get to choose to be child free, or your situation is just so. I mean, we're all layered, but yeah. it's so, it's like a biscuit <laughs>
1: like a big flaky biscuit? <laughs> like a flaky biscuit <laughs> <laughs>
0: with so many layers, and you know, you are hardcore.
1: You're, you are for sure. Well, you just have to listen to it a lot, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's great. So. It is It is weird, though, because it's not just as simple as just giving an answer for most of us ladies. That Every answer has, like, 14 different responses. Yeah,
0: and you have to think about stuff before you... Like, you're going into a new job, and you have to be like,
1: yeah. how am I going to answer this question that's inevitably going to be asked? And I imagine that there are so many women out there that this is not even a thought on there if if they if it was a traditional like road to motherhood I wonder I'm this is me just having this thought right now and I'm putting it out there if there's anybody that is listening to this that knows this answer like do they have the same questions when they start a new job like do they wonder like is anybody gonna ask me and I also I I know the numbers that there are like a okay, bigger so you, number of us. I mean like a traditional mom, like yeah. who already has a child probably
0: who might going not into have, a new job. Yeah.
1: Who might not have also had any kind of roadblocks to becoming a mother. If someone's gonna if she's gonna worry about yeah. whether she's gonna be asked to have kids. Yeah.
0: That's or, interesting. Like that's an interesting I mean, question. Probably not. I mean, yeah. it's probably so natural
1: yeah.
0: for her. Or it might be like a first conversation, like she is just like
1: yeah. Hey, it's like yeah, I've
0: got four. Yeah, I've
1: kids. I have a hundred kids, and it's normal. <laughs> yeah, I just wonder if there's any anxiety to that, like, like in maybe in different ways. Yeah, I'm but sure there probably is. Like, like, if you didn't have any roadblocks on there, that's a pretty easy question, I would imagine. Yeah. If you, even if you, from the outside you look like you didn't have any roadblocks, I know the numbers that there are far more women right. that have had something um, that they've faced, and yeah. I imagine that there's something to that
0: too. Yeah. Even yeah, I mean, there's so many things because like. If, even if you have kids, you can have secondary infertility. Yeah. Like, you might not have any more. I mean, there's just... There, yeah, yeah, there are. But it would be interesting to, like, know if a traditional, like, non... If they even thi- have yeah. ever thought about that question. Yeah.
1: Really, what we've come up to tonight is don't ask women if they have kids. Correct. That is correct. Ever. I can, I can give you 75 reasons <laughs> to not ask that question. <laughs> well, is there
0: anything you would like to know about... Oh. Me, my journey, because you don't know anything about mine, (laughs) my situation. Listen, Nikki spent hours and hours and hours and hours with me going through this stuff and, I mean, when I tell you that we have therapy, like, on Saturday mornings going for a walk when we have therapy, it's a real thing. That is legit therapy. Running, walking, yeah, whatever. It is a legit therapy.
1: People are always like, why do you run? And, like, I don't like to run. I run it for the... For the conversation right
0: like we, and the friendship that's it yeah
1: we solve some world problems on a Saturday Sunday morning we for might sure. make more too that is possible
0: <laughs> we're but. we are getting a bit rebellious in our old age also.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. The, we are not the same people we were before COVID. we are not, absolutely no. <laughs> not which is cool yes I like it. I, I do too I think that that's been probably one of the best parts of the last couple years um, I, you know, I do obviously know a lot and I have learned, you will never know how much I've learned (laughs) from you. Um, also I think learning some of your story helped me as, you know, I was navigating another, my other role in life too, and how I, how I relate to my sister and her journey. Um, because Again, all of us have some really crazy layers to us. And, um, that was, that, so understanding what you had gone through or just feelings that you had, um, allowed me to be a better sister. Oh, I, I I mean, before it, you know, prior to this last year, yeah, I don't need, I mean, maybe two years ago, I don't think I really understood what women go through when it isn't just easy to become pregnant and to become a mother. When it's not just your husband blows on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't, I didn't like know magic. that. It was, it has only been in the last couple of years that I've finally like learned. Yeah. It's because
0: people don't talk about it. Like it's not a thing. Yes. I mean, you have no idea. I bet you no one could have probably told like, been able to tell what I was going through when we were like in the thick of it when I was just like obsessed yeah like
1: I don't think anyone knew what I was going through at all so. that's why I, I know that I'm not here to just like toot your horn like the horn of that is of why, not your mama that but, is why I brought you here Julia. Uh, please but really toot away <laughs> I, I know that you all have a target audience and it is for women it is for women that you two can directly relate to but you also have a completely other audience, and that is, like, women like me who want to learn and want to be better friends and sisters and just, like, know what to say and what not to say and what to ask and what not to ask. Yeah. And I always appreciate you,
0: like, asking me those questions because I'm truly curious. <laughs> and also, same, like, I've learned more about the adoption <laughs> community than I ever would
1: have even, like... Begun to think about that you probably didn't even want to know. Probably so. <laughs> true. <No. laughs> I mean, there's sometimes where I get a little too heated, and maybe it's not at all what anybody wants to hear, <laughs> except for me. No, we love it. So, um, I'm always, you know, I I know that I asked, or that you asked me, you know, my thoughts on adoption in the infertility world, and. I'm gonna ask you because I know some of this, but I know that there was a time that that sure. was not an, uh, an option for you. Yeah. Can you like? Can you just talk a little bit if you want yeah. to? Yeah. No, like, I will. About that thought process and how it halted.
0: So, um, I did. We looked into adoption. I mean, pretty heavily. Like I started researching like different uh, firms. Agencies? Agencies? <laughs> like, firms? <laughs> right. Question mark? Yeah, there's a lot of
1: words I have <laughs> for them. Not agency or firms. <laughs> um,
0: and, like, I always had a weird moral feeling. That is where I really struggled with it. Um, and this is going to sound bad. I know it's going to sound bad. But I really struggled with the idea of buying a baby. And... I could not buy a baby like that just did not feel right to me. Um, a difference may have been, may have been, I don't know for sure if someone would have approached me and been like, I'm, I'm placing my child for adoption. You know, would you like to talk about it? Might be a different story, but to go and just buy a stranger's baby, I felt really uncomfortable, with. um, Our, I think I would have fostered, honestly, but Jim was not ever comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Like he uh, could not even fathom like a child getting taken away from you. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty much our choices and that's where it ended. And um, I mean, I do think that there are some moral things
1: with adoption and I think that that's probably where I struggled the most with it. So, the first time you ever talked about that and like that to me and you said you've struggled with buying a baby like oddly oddly i had this grin on my face while you were saying that and most people would be like why the heck is she grinning at that but that is something that we talk about in the in the community that there is that kind of yuckiness to it it is so. it is a little yucky like
0: um and not everyone's going to feel that way like no. it just it didn't ever feel right to me and like yeah. I'm pretty good if like things don't feel right that's probably just don't should, go, yeah. shouldn't be doing it.
1: So. I don't want to hijack this, but I was I wanted, no, absolutely you can do I it. always wanted to know or I, mean, I want this is a hijack. people need to know. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like you you explored that. You you got some weird feelings about it and yeah. it wasn't for you also. I am sure there's so
0: much more to the adoption community like than that, oh, but I'm also glad that that stopped me. Yeah. Like I'm sure that there are birth moms who aren't treated right. I'm sure that there's undercompensation, if that's a thing. I don't know. I don't know what's a thing. There's a lot of things. I'm so. sure there's a lot of things. <laughs> a lot. So, <laughs>
1: um, also, you, know, you, you know, we both are. We both do share a title, and I'm curious because I don't know if I've heard you like you guys talk about this yet. Okay. Um, being an aunt oh we have not talked about I don't think we've talked about it at all (laughs) and that's my new role in life yes it is but you have been an aunt for quite some time I have and seven almost almost 17 oh my goodness
0: (laughs) almost 17 years yeah that cannot be right
1: yeah you're getting old I
0: am that's true (laughs) my nephew's gonna be 17 I know that's not gracious
1: (laughs) How many nieces and nephews do you have? So I have uh, four nephews and six nieces. So you have ten? Yeah. There's I three on Jim's side.
0: I didn't know there was ten. Holy yeah. cow. Um, I love being an aunt.
1: It's yeah. A,
0: it's a cool role.
1: Are there feelings that kind of bleed over from
0: yes. the want to be a mother? Yeah.
1: There absolutely are.
0: Um, my one niece... Is, obviously, I love all my nieces and nephews, but my one is very similar. I feel like very similar to me, and I often wonder, I'm like, is this how my kid would have been? And it would have been hard. Like, it would have been real hard. <laughs> like, she's super cool to be an aunt to, but I can't imagine being a mom to her. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so, um, I think that's a really cool part about being an aunt, is that I'm like, I can encourage her and like see how cool it is from the side and I don't have to have the everyday stress of that
1: I was curious how this was going to go yeah on my side of things too my sister and I are incredibly close yes and I don't have a big family um when it comes it's just my sister and I I know that you've got Way more siblings than me, so which makes it easier to get the 10. Yeah, um, and in our family, it is literally my daughter who is 21 and a half, and now my nephew who is about to be four months. So we have a big age gap between um grandchildren for my parents. Um, you haven't had a baby in your life enough. I have never truly had had a a baby baby in my life, life. and so I was kind of nervous, like, I'm incredibly excited, I am obsessed was this correct. little guy like <laughs> obsessed? is probably not even the right word and you should be he's stinking adorable <laughs> um but i'm curious if like my obsession also like kind of is because i've never done this because I, you didn't like have the opportunity to yeah i never i never got to watch all of these like milestone yeah. things i never got to see the first time you know, i mean my nephew just started rolling over last week and I've had videos like blowing up my phone. I've never, I never got to see that with my daughter. I don't know what those little things are as they, you know, put on the way. I I got photos, but they're not the same thing as seeing in person. So I feel like a lot of my obsession comes from the fact that I don't want to miss this for him. You didn't get to experience that yourself. Yeah. Which I can see that. Like, um, this little guy has no idea what he's in for, man. He's going to have like two moms, basically (laughs) (laughs) two strong, strong, moms. (laughs) Well oh. Okay. Well I
0: think that that is all my questions for you. Yeah. I I'm so excited you were here and You know I I'm oh. so excited that I didn't have to put clothes on for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. I'm only wearing pajamas. I just want you to know. <laughs> I do not have a bra on. Well, I was not even gonna <laughs> share them that information. <laughs> At this point I do not care anyway. So um oh, that's what like just chatting with your friend is like, it is, just, yeah. come on over, let's just hit record. That's
0: what it's like, I mean, when Kaylee and I record too, it's just, she doesn't have to be in the same room with me. <laughs> I love it. So, Well, thank you for being here. Thank you. So, do you want to do... Oh, why don't you tell people how they can connect with you?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, uh, I'm incredibly active on, well, most of the time, maybe I take some breaks here or there, on Instagram. Um, and that's probably the best place if you're ever curious and you want to learn a little bit more about the adoption side of things. Yeah. Check out Nikki Now Knows.
0: Um, I would have said that wrong, so I'm glad she said it herself.
1: <laughs> that's all right. Nikki Now Knows on Instagram, and uh, you can hear the good and the bad and everything in between. Yeah.
0: And we'll put up a question box when this episode goes live in case you have any questions for Nikki. And I think that's all. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. This has been the Nacho Mama Pod.